The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. I believe Diana Rossini reported yesterday that there was probably not going to be a decision on Aaron Rodgers' future within the next 24 hours or something along those lines um, that her sources had told her. Um, This was after, of course, we were all paying attention to the Jets brass flying from the New Jersey area out to the Malibu area to meet with Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. It was also reported yesterday that they did have permission, obviously, because otherwise there would Mm -hmm. be tampering charges, but that felt a little bit like a formality in this whole thing. There are a lot of people out there, Ben Brust, cousin sub of the day, filling in for Chewy and Gabe today on That's Gen tough. Gabe and Chewy. Filling in for two people's tough. If, are you, you want to go? You're doing okay. You're not no, a, I'm saying okay. two people. Like, like, all of a sudden, you're telling both. me. Yeah. Well, it's hard because Gabe is our like resident like stat guy, like Gabe's detail a, guy. Gabe's as solid as it gets, right? And like, Chewy is our resident take us off the tracks guy. Correct. So. It's hard. I can't do. I can't do the Gabe thing. If you want me to do the Chewy thing, I can try. Why don't you just do the Ben thing? I'll do the Ben thing. Okay, do the Ben thing. Um, There are a lot of people, when you talk about Brian Gutekunst, who have an issue with the fact that he drafted Jordan Love at all. There are a lot of people who thought that that was a premature move. I am not one of those people. I firmly believe a general manager's job is to not only prepare the team for immediate success, but to prepare them for future success as well. Prepare the team for future success as well. And I think that's what the Jordan Love pick was. You could argue that they did it a year too early, but then Jordan Love isn't the guy. If you thought Jordan Love was the guy, you had to take him when you took him. Maybe not. Maybe you didn't need to move up for him, right? Maybe you use that well, first Well, no. Pick if you think he's the guy, you move up for him. For something else. So I've never been a subscriber to the belief that we should be angry at Brian Gutekunst. Because I also believe that, and I don't think this was an intended consequence of the, of the draft pick, but I think it was a consequence nonetheless Rodgers played his best football after Jordan Love was drafted because he's the guy who is like you watching Jesse Nelson peacock his way around the bowling alley. I'm Nerd. Not, I'm not losing to that guy. Correct. I'm not giving that guy my job. Okay, so you understand that dynamic, that mentality. But if you want to be mad at Brian Gutekunst about something, you should be mad at him about the way that this Aaron Rodgers contract is stacked and structured and how it does, in fact, hamstring the team financially. Ken Ingles, who is the best of the best when it comes to the salary cap and the financials of the Green Bay Packers. Thank God for somebody who can focus on this. Yeah, and he's like an actuary. It's his space. He handles the math of that stuff. Says, are NFL GMs really approaching the Packers like, hey, in addition to the $40.3 million bath you are going to take on your cap by trading him, because that's what the, it's not a penalty, but that's the money attached to trading Aaron Rodgers. $40.3 million. We also need you to pay a good chunk of the $59.5 million owed to Aaron Rodgers this year. Man, this contract really sucks. I do understand the sentiment, Ben, that what else were they going to do? Aaron Rodgers was coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons. You weren't ready to hand the keys over to Jordan Love yet. He essentially had you. Uh, there's a phrase there that I would use, but it's not appropriate for the radio, but I think you know what I'm talking about. By the cojones? Let's go with cojones. Sounds good to me. 
what else could they have done? But it is really coming home to roost now. It's coming home to roost because if, in fact, you do want to go separate ways, you are financially hamstrung by the way this contract is structured. Goot, you said it, and this is something I I continue to harp. Goot screwed himself. Goot legitimately screwed himself because I'm also having a hard time with the, all right, we have a strategy of if Rodgers comes back, great. If not, we have Jordan Love because to me, that's not a strategy. And when they gave Aaron Rodgers that contract, apparently Goody and company did not think that Jordan Love was in a position to take over from the team. In one year, right? In one year, did Jordan, and I'm not even talking about the 10 snaps against Philly that everyone wants to talk about because that's what we did get to see on the field and Jordan Love be successful. In one year, did Jordan Love do that much to make the Packers comfortable that that's how they're going to ride in with their future, right? So if you're the general manager, you said it at, at the start, Jen, your job is to make sure that your team is good now and good in the future. How did Brian Gutekunst do that with Aaron Rodgers' contract? Because Jordan Love was in a position where they're going to have to pick up his fifth-year option, and if, and if they signed Jordan, if they signed Aaron Rodgers to this massive deal, it was likely that he was going to be coming back this year anyway. You wasted Jordan Love's rookie years of a low cap, and so you did draft Jordan Love, but you also kept Aaron Rodgers too long. And now you have Jordan Love potentially being the quarterback where you're not able to take advantage of his years of a lower cap. Now it will be lower than Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers moves on and you pick up his fifth-year option. But that's where I think like it's it's been horrible from the way Goody's handled it. From bowing down to Aaron Rodgers, giving him that control. Look at, the, look at what you did, Goot, by giving him the control. You have hamstrung your organization. So I agree wholeheartedly that Goot... You can say whatever you want about his drafting. Simply from handling the Aaron Rodgers contract and situation has put himself in a tough situation, one where it feels like there's no strategy. Well, that's what I would say is it does feel like he was backed into a corner. You know, have you ever been in a situation like that where you really, you're, you, it looks like you have options, but you really have no options, right? It makes me laugh because I think about Tom Brady last year on the golf program where he was chuckling at Aaron Rodgers' situation. He hates his bosses and he has no options. <laughs> really, so, it was Goody so who had no options, right? Because you, your only options were to overpay Aaron Rodgers, which is what they ended up doing, right? Giving him that fatty contract. Or... Turning the ta- turning it over to Love, who you didn't think was ready, and that was would have been an indictment on you as a general manager, as a scout, as a talent evaluator, because he wasn't ready to be out there. And well, yeah, you throw and he's got to protect his job, and you throw him to the wolves, and all of a sudden, all those people who thought that the pick was a bust to begin with have all the ammunition they need to go. Told you so. We knew he wasn't the guy, but Goody knew that he wasn't ready to be the guy. And so he had to essentially, after, again, back-to-back MVP seasons, give Rodgers that deal. And now here we are. If you believe the reports, they're ready to turn the page. They're ready to hand the keys over to Jordan Love. But in order to do so, they need, one, a willing participant in, we believe, to be the Jets. But also, don't the Jets have a little bit of the leverage here to be like, we know you want to move on. Correct. We know you. So we're not going to give you a king's ransom for Aaron Rodgers, no matter how desperate we may appear by flying cross-country to see the quarterback in California. Yeah, I mean, this is this is this is the fascinating aspect of where the Packers have put themselves in, and we have Jason Wildey on basically all of our shows across ninety four five ESPN 
every single day or close to that. And one thing that has always been evident to me from the moment that Jordan Love was drafted by the Green Bay Packers is hearing Jason talk about Jordan Love in practice situations or any time that he had to see Jordan Love because he didn't have a chance during the COVID year because uh, of, of close practices and whatnot, and Jordan Love didn't have that full year to develop. But that being said, when talking about Aaron Rodgers back in the Favre era, whether it be Wildy, whether it be whoever was on the beat, whether it be, you know, the 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 front office just glowing, knowing that they were able to very easily, not very easily, but it, when they moved on from Brett Favre, it was like, we believe in this guy. And there was more of that than just one year. We went from, he's not the guy, we got to give Rodgers a contract, to, yeah, he's the guy. And and I, I said it in my like my lying voice, because that's that's the way I read the situation. It's like, yeah, he's the guy. You know, we drafted him. You know, it's been three, four years. We're ready to go. And I just think that Goody is, it's been malpracticed the way he's handled this. I know you could say he was backed into a corner, but I would say he backed himself into a corner. But because of the fact that you can say you like that he drafted Jordan Love, if you're going to draft Jordan Love in that situation in the first round, typically a first round quarterback is going to get a chance to play within those first two to three years. So for him to trade assets after. The 2019 season, which we, they weren't very good, but they did make it to an NFC Championship game, it still sits wrong with me. And I get it from an organizational strategy, but he laid his bet. He drafted a quarterback and moved up for that guy and didn't make the team better with a first-round pick in the short term to help them get over the hump. So I don't feel bad at all for Goody, for hamstring, hamstrung himself, for hamstring, whatever you want to say from that standpoint, because he didn't back... He didn't get back to him in, into a corner. He backed himself into a corner. 800-990-3776. Is this the element of what Goody has done that bears the most criticism? The structuring of this Aaron Rodgers contract, this albatross of a contract that, even if you are ready to part ways with him, is going to be tough for the team to get out from underneath because of what that cap hit is if you trade him. And it's a $40 million number, right? Isn't that what we were just saying? It would be $40 million regardless, at least, basically. So it's $40 million if he goes to, let's say, the Jets, and it would be $31 million if he stays. From a cap hit standpoint. From a a cap hit standpoint, correct. And do you think Rodgers structured it that way because he didn't want to be traded? He wanted to make I mean, it he, tougher for the team to trade He did say he wanted to retire Green Bay Packers. Now, the other thing I've heard is that they will restructure the deal. Is that a... As I try to sit here and understand the dominoes that have to fall in this situation, regardless of if Rodgers is coming back or Rodgers is going elsewhere, is restructure the next inevitable step after Rodgers makes his decision? So Rodgers says, I want to play. Let's just play this sucker out. Let's workshop this. I want to play. Where? Then is it restructure regardless? Is it restructured differently if he wants to be in Green Bay and restructured differently if he wants to be traded? And then does he get traded? This still feels like a lot of things. This isn't just a Woody Johnson, Mark Murphy handshake. Here's the paperwork. We're sending it to your Gmail account. It doesn't work like that. It sounds like there has to be a step there of restructure before you can do. Am I wrong? I mean, I, it, I would it, imagine, feel, it, it feels like the NFL version of a sign and trade. Yeah, that's that's what I keep going back to, and I feel like at some and sign and trades in the NBA, which is where they're pretty much exclusively happening. I don't know any other sport that it has happened. I would imagine that's part of the conversation here. Is hey, we're going to make this happen, but here's how we have to make it happen. And if this is the case, if they've gotten to a point where whatever Aaron Rodgers' decision is, and, and especially if he's traded. 
right, that he's going to have to restructure his contract, if that's an option, like, I'm starting to get to a point right now where I fear if if he comes back to the Packers, is the relationship there for one more year, you know, within the organization, for them to even have the amount of success that Aaron Rodgers wants to have coming back? Right? It, it just feels like all these relationships are burned. Meanwhile, you got Matt LaFleur nowhere to be found, right? Like he, he's supportive of Jordan Love. He's also supportive of Aaron Rodgers. It just it I feel like the Packers have put themselves in a situation where if they're trading Aaron Rodgers or or if he comes back rather, how is this going to work? And I know we have talked a lot on this show. Maybe you guys have addressed it on your show Scalzo and Brust in the afternoons 4 to 6 as well on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. We've talked a lot about the the old boys club and the um what, why always, is the word escaping? Always want to be a part of one. Why is the word escaping me now? The where you cronyism, the cronyism in the NFL, right? And guys hiring their buddies and hiring their friends. But can you imagine a more complicated situation to be in now than the one that Robert Sala and Matt Lafleur are in? <laughs> I mean, serious? I wonder if they're texting. I mean, serious. Can you imagine a more complicated situation? Hey, just over here trying to get your quarterback. No big deal. Because remember. That was the issue that Shanahan and LaFleur had. The Niners and the Dude, Maddie LaFleur is just getting bounced around right now. Well, the challenge is, of course, again, you benefit from having your pals in the league, right? I mean, Mike LaFleur was just on Robert Sala's, Sala's staff until a few months ago. You know, you benefit from having your buddies in the league on some level. But this is the other side of that coin. Matt LaFleur's mo- losing buddies pretty fast. I don't know. So, again, I, I I would imagine that they're doing their best to preserve that friendship, right? These are guys who are in each other's weddings and whatnot. This isn't just the casual. Yeah, it's business. Like, like, we th- this work is, together, this is beyond, like, we, like I'm, I'm mad at you, uh, Robert Sala, for trying to get Aaron Rodgers. Like, Aaron Rodgers has made it clear, and the Packers have made it clear, like, that they're trying to make sure it's the right fit for him. So, if it's not, they clear the, the organization above. Above Matt Lafleur said, "Go, t- you can go talk to the Jets." That's not Robert Sala's fault. Now you can imagine that you know. I'm sure there's a little bit of bitterness, but you know they'll get over it. Well, it's just interesting to me, like knowing that you're hoping to get an asset that has helped and certainly contributed to your buddy's success during his NFL head coaching tenure. And, right? wa- and watch what happens to Matt LaFleur without Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, that's going to be very interesting for his career. I agree. It will be interesting to see what type of head coach Matt LaFleur is without a Hall of Fame quarterback under center. But he may love it. He may be like, finally, running my offense? What a novel concept. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I don't have that confidence. What I if think, his offense sucks? Yeah, I, yeah this is again, great. I, again, Look at this blank it, canvas. It Jordan very Love, well time for you to, you're going to hit Christian Watson on this, Romeo Dobbs on that. So you think Matt LaFleur is excited or terrified? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to put it on the poll. Is Matt LaFleur excited or terrified? And you're telling me one option. Yes. Yes and yes and yes and yes. Yeah, pretty much. We got to take out the trash right after this good, on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Any of those things because it exceeds, it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm burping up my apple right there. That's what that was. I, was, I wasn't pausing for effect. I literally was burping All right, can apple. we just go to break? No, 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 no. On 94.5 ESPN. To say.
Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Milwaukee. Ben Brust holding it down for Chewy and Gabe, who are out of town. Man, the number of times that I go susical on us on this show is questionable. Impressive, I would say. Really? I thought that was good. I appreciate that. Uh, we were talking about how Stacey Greenberg posted a tweet conversation, text conversation rather, between her and her husband, where Mike Greenberg of Get Up fame, ESPN fame, NFL countdown, oh, not NFL, NBA countdown fame, said uh, he wanted to cancel all plans. He did not want to go to dinner with Mark. He did not want to go to the theater today. Too, too many, uh, too much going on with the Rogers thing. Too much. Couldn't focus on anything else. Have you ever canceled plans for a sporting event or a breaking news or anything along those lines? Have you ever canceled plans because something popped up? And I said in the first hour of the show, yes, when the six overtime basketball game between Syracuse and UConn was going down. Yeah, that's you know, you that's good. That's, I mean, you got to. That, that was, that, like, that's a where were you when moment. Yes. And we were like, was in my parents' nope, basement. we're not leaving. We're going to watch this game until it concludes. And then maybe we will move on with our lives. But that's the best example I can come up with of where sports took precedent over everything else that was going on in life. Reservations be damned. Evening outing be damned. 800-990-3776. Let us know if you have ever canceled plans. Canceled plans. Because a sporting event or sporting news popped up in the middle of life. We got to take out the trash. We've all got stuff that we can't keep inside anymore. Trash! Trash! Not for you! Stuff that we need to talk about. How could you not realize? You're stupid! You are a stupid, stupid man! Stuff that once a week just needs to be put outside. <laughs> now that's clearly garbage. Hey man, we just get warmed up! It's time to take out the trash. Benny boy, Benny boy, you are up first. Now, I just want to preface Proceed this. Proceed with caution. Yeah, I just want to preface this. I, the, the word take out the trash is is uh, it's really strong because, you know, I love my girlfriend. Um, not trash at all. But good Lord. I mean, she falls asleep every freaking show we watch. Uh, so I'm getting my hair cut yesterday. At 6.15, right after Scalzo and Brust ends at 6. And, and this is uh, Josh DiMaggio, our producer's girlfriend who cuts my hair. She did a great job. I think it looks great. Jen, you haven't said anything, so I'm a little bit self-conscious about it. That Having being said... said anything about your haircut? Yeah. Haircut looks good. Yeah, well, you, didn't, you just I had to ask for it, so it doesn't feel as You haven't genuine. said anything about my haircut? You're wearing a hat. I didn't get a haircut. I was just trying to... I didn't have anything. Boy, that's convenient that she was, was wearing a hat. Yeah, thank God she was wearing a hat. I'm so, wearing a hat because I am due for a root touch-up in the next uh, week or so. I'm trying to hold off. Sorry, I don't want to digress. Really relatable, to you know. Off. Ash, and you got your oh, root root touch-up coming. Sorry, I haven't started to go gray yet. Relax, it's coming for you, buddy. Six fifteen. I go look at my Furbo, which is my dog camera. I got a new couch. The ottoman came. Girlfriend's passed out with both the dogs. So then I come home, we eat dinner, and we're gonna watch a show, and. She makes it 30 minutes through the 50-minute show and passes out. The The show that we're watching together, she passed out and at home and was watching the next episode when I called her, and she didn't even know it. And so I, I'm. what am I supposed to do? Just keep waiting for her to, to catch up? Like, I should be able to move on and watch the show because it's not my fault that she's just falling asleep all the time. Are you sleep-shaming her? I mean... When you're snoozing four times a day, yeah. Yeah, I think he's so right about you're this. You're sleep shaming her. Well, I'm 
I, I'm not. Like, if you're going to sleep, sleep, but don't hold me hostage to the show. What do you mean, hold you hostage? Let me let me run. Let me fly like a butterfly oh, and watch like the, the Packers? show. Oh, like the Packers? Aaron Rodgers? She's Aaron rodgers you? No. <laughs> that would imply that she controls the situation here, which sounds like a little bit she does. She does, actually. So, Ben. Because um, I didn't get to watch the next episode you, so of you, Kaleidoscopes. So you haven't watched any of the episodes without her? One. I moved. I, I I moved on. Look, this is an age old issue. This is an age old issue. She wasn't as soon mad as, because as she as knows the Netflix and streaming stuff started. It started to fracture relationships, especially when couples are watching the show together. Don't you want together. it like, You want to do it together? Um. Well, let me ask you this: Do you do it by yourself? I do both. I was just checking. Um. You want to watch the shows together. That's the whole point of starting it, right? Mm-hmm. But inevitably, your schedules are different. Correct. You have flexibility that she doesn't have. She has flexibility that you don't have. I think that the compromise on this is that you guys should be able to watch the show separately, but also stay at a relatively similar pace. So, like, you can discuss the episodes, right? Isn't that the whole idea? So of that's that's what we're trying to do. Uh, she she stayed at her apartment. I was at my house. The third episode. We FaceTimed and said, ready, start. And then we hung up and then we were able to text. Right. So we did that again on Monday or Tuesday, whatever the day was. And I started texting myself. And I started to get a little bit uh, of an inkling that somebody might have fallen asleep. So I called her and she was already on the next episode and had no idea that she was on the next episode. So it just started playing through. And that's when I was at my wit's end. I think the solution is that you should be able to watch it at your own pace, only because everybody's schedules are different. Like, there are days when I have nothing going on, and I can sit and crank out five episodes. Like, we're watching Outer Banks right now. Uh, Chase and I, my 14-year-old son and I, are watching Outer Banks. I was that told kid that has I a would lot like more, that. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's like teenage drama, first love, treasure hunt. Like, it's got all of the elements. I'm in. Um, and he blew past me. Like, he finished the series. He's he's all caught up. He's got a little more flexibility than you. Exactly. 14-year-old, no real responsibilities other than schoolwork and basketball, while I have all of the jobs and all of the people that are, you know, But I do under feel my bad. Watch. She woke up this morning and, like, was still upset that she fell asleep la- during last night's show together. She's like, how do I fix this? And, like, I don't have that answer. Stay away. I don't know. Yeah, right? Like, Stay I away. don't know. Like, she gets mad at me when she starts, you know, tilting. I'm like, sit up. Yeah, do you, like, nudge her and be like, Yeah, hey, I, like, hey. try and, like, put her upright. Maybe, See, put it and that I, way. but here's the thing. If people need sleep, they need sleep. <laughs> like, we now know, this isn't 20 years ago where we were like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. This is, we know that sleep is important. I don't want to ever, like, sleep shame people. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like. I hate the whole. I'm sleep when I'm dead. You're not sleeping. You're just dead. Correct. Good call. Look at this is why we bring him on. He's the that's brain, how that's how I am. Brains of the when operation. With my lack of sleep, might be soon. So you're dead soon. <laughs> Again, you need to sleep. Dario and I ended up taking a two-hour nap in the middle of the afternoon yesterday. We were both just fried, absolutely fried. Baby girls down for a nap. Kids don't get home until four o'clock. We just were like, we had to crash. You know, no so shame I wanna, here. I don't want to sleep shame people. 
So I want to be very clear on this situation because it is one of the other stories that is dominating the sports news cycle right now, and that is the Lamar Jackson Baltimore Ravens situation. So yesterday, I'm sure you guys heard the news that they applied the non-exclusive franchise tag to Lamar Jackson. The non-exclusive franchise tag is cheaper. It's less money to the quarterback. Uh, I believe it was like a 32 plus million dollar as opposed to the franchise tag which would be 45 million so that's a difference of 12 million dollars and the Baltimore Ravens were basically saying go out and get your best offer we still have your rights but non-exclusive means that you can go out and talk to other teams and see if they want to pay you the bucks that you so seek we all know that the Deshaun Watson Cleveland Browns thing really bleeped this up for everybody, especially a guy like Lamar Jackson who wants the big payday that I think you can argue pretty successfully he is due. He's mm-hmm. due a big payday. Now there are people who are going to say, yeah, $32.4 million is a big, is a fat chunk of change. So take it and be happy, Lamar. I know there's a lot of people out there who are throwing the C word around, the collusion word around. Uh, saying that the NFL teams are colluding to not pay Lamar Jackson, saying they would not offer him more or close to the Deshaun Watson deal. I don't, there's not really evidence of that, is there? Have you seen evidence of a collusion or is it just teams that are saying, we're not in on the sweepstakes, too rich for my blood? I think we're going to find out is the best part. I think it's dangerous to sit here, though. And, and and I know there's a lot of people, look, they just flashed up a J.J. Watt tweet on GetUp of him being like, what's happening here? How, why is this happening? Like, you know, why are all of these teams coming out and saying we're not in on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes? And to be honest, as much as it sucks and, and as much as players respect Lamar and Lamar may think he's due whatever he's due, you mentioned it. Like, the guaranteed money that's going to Deshaun Watson, so far... No bueno. So if you're going to guarantee money to a quarterback, I'm fine with with organizations going through their due diligence and, to make sure it's the right decision. And thank you, Ben, because that's what I was going to say. I don't. I'm not having the same reaction that some people are having out there. I think this is a smart business decision by the Baltimore Ravens. You could argue that they should have committed to Lamar Jackson already, but clearly the two sides were not able to see eye to eye on the money. So this to Very me, clearly. this to me is kind of like, and look, I've I've spoken outwardly of how I feel about arbitration in baseball as well. It sucks. Nobody wants to go sit and be told all the reasons why they don't deserve the money they think they deserve. But it is a tool in Major League Baseball teams and franchises toolbox that at some point, in case of emergency, break glass. And I feel like that's where the Baltimore Ravens are right now. This is an, in case of emergency, break glass. We are going to put the non-exclusive franchise tag on you. If somebody out there is willing to pay you what you think you are due, go get it. Bring it back to us. We'll decide if we do want to commit to that amount of money. But until you show us that somebody else out there in the marketplace is willing to pay that, why should we? And for some perspective, the one of the reports was that one of the guaranteed offers to Lamar Jackson was more than what Kyler Murray has, is receiving from a guaranteed portion of his contract, like but, from, from a guaranteed money. But so we I'm all think from, Lamar Jackson is better than Kyler Murray, right? Correct. I just want to make sure and we're all on the same page that, there. But what I'm saying is he was offered more than Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray got a bunch of guaranteed money, so it's not like he hasn't been given a good contract offer. He got more value than somebody he's better than. So, again, he didn't like it. Raven are saying, hey, go see what you got. 
and will come back to us when uh, there's another offer. If there is one. So my position on this is, I know it's fun to throw the collusion word around. It's going to be real tough to prove that, guys. It's going to be real tough to prove that these NFL teams are colluding to not pay Lamar Jackson. I don't really have an issue with the Baltimore Ravens. I'm with you. It's a business decision. Making this shrewd business decision. And if there is a team out there that wants to pay Lamar Jackson, then he's going to get paid what he wants to get paid. And the Baltimore Ravens are willing to take that gamble and give him the option to go find it. It Sucks, but it doesn't really... You don't take out trash? Uh, when I have one, if there's one less person, I don't really have Feels one. Feel strongly about something. Plus, you chewed up a boatload of the time yeah. talking about and, your Netflix issue. Ben, oh, how, crap. How, how often do I feel like super strongly about something? So I don't, I, just, not, I don't have one this week. You know? All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no sorry. fun. I'm we not. roll on on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy right after this. Com. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Gordy in Menominee Falls. Come on, Gordy. One time, you Gordy. John Hanson. John Hanson. Let's go, Gordy. Buddy. I swear to God, I thought he was going to talk. I thought he was going to confuse it with the Henson guy from the Muppets. <laughs> On 94.5 ESPN. So wake me up when it's so Ring the bell. It's a battle royale. It is Ben Brust versus... The garage. I'm losing. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I've lost. I don't even know if it's a battle anymore. Well, you're trying. You know, you're gonna get up off the mat here, and you're gonna take some swings. The swing is, I have to go home and open up my garage from my garage door opener. So my girlfriend stayed over, and I, I'm very happy to be here. I love hanging out with Jen and Ashton, right? Jen, Gabe, and Chewy yeah, in the mornings. Less than convincing, but continue. Yeah, I did that on purpose. Um, so there's my garage is detached from my home. So I walk down my steps, and I go to the garage. My girlfriend lost the key to the to the door that leads you into the garage from the outside. So when I typically leave, I close that door and I lock it from the inside. Unfortunately, wait, 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 not with a key, with a little, with, with a little, with, with a lock, like with a little lock. I little, can turn it. Yeah, with yes. your finger and thumb. Finger, just... like think of a hotel. Boop, turn, lock. Yes. Oh, deadbolt. Yes. E. Yes. So there's no continue wiggling that thing out. Um, so essentially she said she can't get into her car. She's locked out. Her, her car's garage. in the garage. Her car's in the garage. And she can't get into the garage. And so now at this what point. What about the garage door opener? The garage door opener. I have one. She has one. Mine is with me here. Hers is in her car. In the car, which and is then, in the garage. And then there is a garage. That you locked. Yes, Jennifer. Sure, no, listen, this is due diligence, Ben Bruss. It's this due is diligence making with sure, a purpose. This is making sure that our listening audience understands all of the details of the predicament that you somehow find yourself in. I am renting this home, so I texted the realtor. I was like, hey, what's the garage code to the garage door opener? Because they never gave me oh, that. Oh, there's a keypad. Yes. Oh, well, then all your problems should be solved. The homeowners never created a garage door code. So can't get in with the code. She can't get in because she lost the key, in which was two months ago, and we probably should have went to a local store and got a key made. But I guess I couldn't have done that because I didn't have a spare. 
So now I got to replace the locks. Hold on. You have no spare. You have one, one, one single key. I had one single key. That see, mm. that key is gone. And your girlfriend lost the one single key. She lost that. That's mistake number one. And so I should have gotten duplicates. Mm-hmm. Now after this show, I have to drive back, and I essentially just have to open up the garage, and then I can just go back to work. Well, but that doesn't solve your problem, does it? Yeah, it does, because mm. I can unlock the deadbolt from the inside. Ben, sure, but then you... tomorrow, yeah. when you do this same thing, you're coming oh, you're... to Jen, Gabe, and Shuey <laughs> to do the show tomorrow. She's not staying over tonight. <laughs> I, got, I got basketball at 7 o'clock, not staying over. But and, inevitably, there will be there will come a point in the future. This is what I do. It's horrible. I just push and I push and I push. This is You know what? This is my fault. Pat on the back to me. Give me a ding, ding, ding. No, that's I'm not ta- how it works. This is uh, my fault. Ding, ding, ding. What are you I'm, about? I'm taking accountability. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Because well, let me hear the rest of this. Let's decide <laughs> if you are or not. Get the ding, ding, ding. No, because even though she lost the key, I am responsible for what goes on at that home as the, the renter. And I should have gotten, I mean, when they handed me the keys, the guy said, go get a spare. Right, like he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, the realtor said, like, get a spare for both of these. Like, you know, I, it seems like she might be around. Like, get a get a spare. Well, and even, it, even if, if she wasn't around, I mean, get a spare. What if on the off chance? Because again, you're because now you're I, very what if I smart. Lose the house this key. wouldn't happen to you exclusively, but just on the off chance that it might happen to you, wouldn't it be nice to have a key in like a drawer or something? For what? In case you lost the key. I don't. I don't lose things. Mm. I, I don't. She lost this key. I do not lose Wait, things. But her Phone, losing, wallet, keys. Her losing this key is not an is not an indication that you don't lose anything. I, I know it's not. I'm just telling you face to face with my eyes looking at yours that I don't lose stuff. I pride myself. Wallet, phone, keys, never lose them. Know where they are. What about times. Final Four games? What about Final Four games? Do you lose those? When's the last time Marquette was in a Final well, no, no, Four? No, 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 no. I just say you said you don't lose things. I just felt like yeah! maybe there was something that you did lose. I don't know. You know what? I started the segment by saying I was so happy to come here in the morning, and this is this is what you guys do. This is how you a, treat I'm putting guests. I'm on the poll right now, so yeah, it's 100% how we do that. Yeah. Yes, I did lose in the Final Four. I still lose sleep. Not over it. Well, so there's something else you lose. Uh, just a bold slice liar, and I'm not giving you any dings now. Can I tell you something about uh, that 2014 Final Four? Now, obviously, the 2015 team, they were better. They they won like 36 games, lost to Duke in the national final. This is nerdy, Jen, Ben, college basketball stats. Not going to help Marquette, but the last 15 winners of the national championship title, if you're a nerd and know what Ken Palm is, mm-hmm. Ken Palm is, you know, analytics of offensive and defensive efficiency. Mm-hmm. The last 15 winners of the national championship game have a top 20 offense and a top 25 defense in Kempom's efficiency ranking. Feels like a Marquette, good equation. Feels like a Marquette good thing to... in the offensive side. Right now, they're on the outs of the top 25 defense efficiency. Efficiency. They're around like 35, but 40. I feel a butt coming on here. No, just another way I lost. The 2014 champion UConn is the only outlier in the last 15 years to have won the national championship and not been within those Ken Palm standards. The 2014 I was on, if we don't lose to Arizona, Arizona, we fit the standards. So I have seen these TikToks. They keep in my algorithm coming up. UConn, the only team in the last 15 years. UConn, the only 15. And so I'm, I'm broken. I feel like I feel like if we beat Kentucky that year, we win. But instead, I lose again. 
God, I did not expect this to be a Fraser Crane uh, segment of the program. But Ben Brush just laid down on the couch and basically had a therapy session here after I mentioned that he lost in the final. You said four. you said you you took me down a negative path. You said you lose this, you lose that, you lose that. I you a, said you I don't question. lose anything. It's not my fault. I had to hold you to task. When Josh you said, Dimaggio, what's when you up? said Fraser Crane situation, what does that mean? Well, Fraser was a therapist from. Frazier and from Cheers. I was going to say, believe it or not, I don't spend time with my therapist talking about this stuff. Well, no, just me. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like it was a safe space. How long is that? Was that five minutes? What's what's five minutes of a 50-minute? I pay $175 for 50 minutes with my therapist. You definitely owe me something. (laughs) Uh, Venmo me. (laughs) Request it. So anyway, what are you going to do about the key in the garage? What are you going to do about the garage situation? Well, not at this point. I got to get a whole new lock for the garage, right? Luckily, they're separate keys. Like Like the house, I need a duplicate. Like, if I don't, you know what I should do is I should go home, get her out of her car, like garage, 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 and I should go duplicate the house key. Correct. But what are you going to do about the garage situation going? He doesn't have a garage key. She lost the only garage key. You guys tell me. I'm, you're a homeowner. You're, I don't know. I'm nothing. Jen, you tell me. I think you got to replace the locks. How much is that? Like 300 Uh, bucks. It depends. Are you going to do it yourself? Hell no! What I do you can't mean, fix hell no. anything. You can't replace locks. Uh, don't act like uh, you can replace. Yeah, them. Just, I can replace a lock. Uh, I don't know many people that can replace a lock. It's not that hard. It's not that easy. Thank you, Josh. You unscrew the well, nobody lock. Nobody asked you, Josh. Yeah, yeah. But, but Josh doesn't know it all. This is what I deal with every day. Yeah, I'm you with can, ben you here. can do Wait everything. A Wait a minute. Are you not? Can you not find your way around a hardware store? I I haven't been in a hardware store in five years. What? Do you ask for help when you go in there? Guess because what my I Christmas do. gift was this year? What? A drill and tools. Do you haven't know, opened them. Do you know, well, mm-hmm. the drill the drill I used to make an IKEA thing. <laughs> oh, that took well, no, then it wasn't yeah, a drill. You difficult. used it as a screw gun. You didn't use it, was it as a screw a dr- gun. It oh wasn't my a- god! Do you know the difference between a drill and a screw gun? No. <laughs> I mean, you c- it could be the same thing, but it's all about the bit. Yeah, 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 like what you put on the end. What do you put on the tip? You play just the tip with the screw. Is it possible that I know more about tools than you do? Well, well, well. there's one tool that I know more about. <laughs> Whoa! That's uh, Jen, assault. You gotta, you gotta That's assault, Ashton. He's just saying, you don't know. Or you know. <laughs> you don't know. No, I was actually going with the idea that you are a tool. So you're more Touché. of a tool expert than I am. I think it's possible I know more about tools than you. I think this is distinctly possible. It's, we may have to put this to the it's test. It's not a possibility. It's the truth. I'm willing to accept it. <laughs> we may have to put this to the test here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. You're back tomorrow? Ma'am, yes, ma'am, all right, yes, ma'am. All right. Speaking of people who work with tools, my friends over at Professional Construction, Inc. in Waukesha, they are some of the best at that. Mike and Michelle operate PCI, Professional Construction, Inc., and it's a family-owned company that believes in building relationships and giving back to the community. And that's why when we are getting our basement redone this spring, we are using the friendly folks over at PCI. Why? Well, because we need more space. Our family is getting bigger, bigger by, by by people are growing. We're not adding to the family. I just want to put that out there because I am finished making human beings, okay? But PCI is never finished doing what you need to make your home the space that you want it to be. And if you're wondering what they can do, it's very simple to find out. Just go to their website, professionalconstructioninc.com. On professionalconstructioninc.com, you can see some of the projects that PCI 
CCI has completed, and you can see ideas for what they can do for you. I can't recommend them enough because they are our go-to people whenever we have something to handle in our home, and they can be the same for you. That website, again, is professionalconstructioninc.com, professionalconstructioninc.com. Tell them Jen from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy sent you. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Here, you can just save yourself so much time by going, okay, we like this guy, this guy, this guy. Let's take a look at all the different things he did at the Combine. I just hit my phone, and now my hand is just tingling. No, with hand you today? Jesus. <laughs> Do you know how to function? I just like... On 94.5 ESPN. Here we go. Try to determine who knows more about tools, Ben Brust or Jen Latta, tomorrow on the show. I mean, you're kind of king tool, so this is an unfair fight. Okay, now you're just picking on me, and I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, but I waited till the last 10 minutes of the show. Yeah, things were, go- things were going a little too smooth. Well, that's what like, I do. I, I suck you in, yep, yep. and then I spit you out. Venomous. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that Aaron Rodgers will be the Packers quarterback this fall? One to three, four to seven, eight to ten. Ben? Ooh, the the eight to ten's a lot. I, I was seven and a half in my head to start the show, so I got to stay there. Seven what, and a half is not, well, an, option, not an option. So you pick so. six to seven or eight to ten. Wait, this is a fraud. This it's, is, this, no, it's basically over It's under. one to ten. How have you ever done any scale one to ten in your life like this? Then I lean more towards the eight. Okay, so you're picking you're the You're confident eight. that he will be the quarterback. Yes, I'm. I, again, I'm with you. I think the path of least resistance is still going to the Packers. This is still Aaron Rodgers' decision. Just because he met with the Jets doesn't mean the Jets are going to pre- convince Aaron Rodgers that going to play in New York is the best for him. He still can weigh that, and even though the decision should be made soon before free agency he can still come back to the Oh, Packers. that reminds me, and I, I meant to look this up earlier, but remember how the NFLPA released the grades of the franchise? They polled like 1,300 players over the last few months, and the Green Bay Packers finished sixth, right? Um, they finished yep. with like a B plus. Where do you think the New York Jets finished? Last. I mean, it was not good. That's the thing. Like, again, so you're going from like a creme de la creme franchise in the Green Bay Packers that got really good grades pretty much across the board. Yeah, guys were like, ah, we wish that there were more uh, benches or more cushioning on the benches in our lockers. That was something that the Green Bay Packers players responded. Um, Actually, they ranked the New York Jets. I'm looking at the Giants. LOL. Sorry about that. The New York Jets. The Giants at least got a couple of Super Bowls. In the they last. ranked eighth, um, the New York Giants, in case you were curious. The New York Jets ranked 19th, 19th out of 32 teams. Now, again. It feels high, but that's it is a big market. But again, if you're Aaron Rodgers and you're taking in all of the information and you're making this decision, and if it is just down to these two squads and there isn't some other squad out there who's kind of lurking in the shadows waiting to pounce and offer two firsts to Green Bay, then you got to take those type of things into consideration. Like, for all of your issues, Rogers, with whether it's Goody or whatever, you know, play calling and Talking what the you, things Aaron. that he... Yeah, Aaron. Green Bay's a pretty pretty great place. I think you know? he knows that. But I, I also think, like, we knew that he was... Like, the way this offseason was trending in terms of all the reports and the noise around them being a little bit more open to potentially moving on because of Jordan Love, you knew Aaron was going to go through his due diligence as well and, you know flirt around a little bit. Uh, we have been asking you all morning long about the uh, 
On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that the Green Bay Packers will have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? Right now, 65% of people are saying 1 to 3 from a confidence standpoint. So they are obviously... They're, eat, they're eating him, up the propaganda right now. Seeing him being wooed by the Jets and thinking, he gone. Bradley weighing in on the Twitter account saying, I was hoping the poll was, how excited are you that Jordan Love will be the Packers quarterback? Uh, we can do that tomorrow. D. Zollner weighing in saying, I hope he's not back, so I would vote zero. Was that an option, Ashton? No, Nick why, why can't people MPLS just follow the rules? saying one, he will retire. You know this by now. I can't say what I want to. Folks still all over the board when it comes to this stuff. We did also ask you this morning, does Ben Brust lose things? Not happy with this. This is this is because of you and Ashton. Set me up. 90% okay, of people say no. Please don't lose me into that. I voted you for you. You don't lose things. I know, but yes. you also play in like into this whole vibe. I don't like it. Hey, will you at least do something today? To remedy your garage situation. Something. You know, I went on my high horse and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open up the garage, let my girlfriend out, and I'm going to go get the key duplicated. Hell no, I'm go not. Go get the key duplicated. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go into mom mode. I'm going to text him every hour on the hour. Did you get the key duplicated yet? Did you get the key duplicated yet? Middle Did you get finger the key? emoji, middle finger emoji, <laughs> middle finger emoji. Oh, if you thought the last 10 minutes of today's show were rough, big guy, strap in. Stop momming me. I got two hours that I can get you back tomorrow here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Will the and Tosh is next on ESPN Milwaukee.